Hello and welcome to episode 104 of Soundwave. I am your host Matt and joining me is Carlos. Yep, I'm here. I'm still getting used to these new speaker stands that we got in the uh, They're so much fun. Yeah, and like you have to you have to try to see through it. To I see know, that's, uh, that's I just noticed that today that I have to see through. The I guess you could like stand. try rolling sideways a little bit out of the I way. Could, but then well I could push my computer more this direction, but then I yeah, I guess. Then or, or you could like rotate, like sit sideways and like rotate the mic, but then you'd be further oh, away from the soundboard. That's true, too. We'll just we'll figure this out. Uh, that was the Violent Femmes with uh, Blister in the Sun. I got to see them last night at First Avenue. Which we were pretty silly for driving to the cities yesterday because that storm was fucking intense. Oh, yeah? But uh, we left a little bit later and then, like, got to Hudson or whatever, and there was, like, no rain whatsoever. And then there was awesome sunset in Minneapolis when we got there. show was really good. And then after that, I got to go see the Twins game for the first time. Oh, yeah? Because it got rained out, so it was, like, 11.30 when we got out of the show, and the game was still going on. It was, like, uh, inning four, I think. So we got in there for seventeen bucks and got to sit wherever we wanted. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Why? Just because they had sent so so many people just left. Oh yeah, because it's fucking midnight already. And nobody yeah. wants to stay at the game. But yeah, so yeah, we stayed until about the seventh inning and then left or whatever. But yeah, it was cool. That's yeah, a it looked like a was apparently a good game. Like the Twins won by quite a bit. By quite a bit. It got pretty boring there actually because the Twins were winning so much. <laughs> I think it was like one to something or. I don't know what the Twins ended up with, but they the, the other team only had one. But that is a freaking huge stadium. That was the first time I've ever been to it, and yeah, it's big. Real big. Uh, otherwise, I don't think I've been up to too much. What have you been up to? Uh, not too much. Uh, this whole week, they've been doing... There's uh, Games Done Quickly, which is I a charity event. Yeah. Uh, they di- they uh, It's basically all week long, 24 hours a day. They just do uh, speed runs of various video games, and... I've been having that on on my TV periodically. Like that's just on Twitch, and I've just been watching it ep- uh, thing after thing after thing. They did Donkey Kong sixty four this morning, and a whole b- they did Bomberman sixty four right before that. Yeah, do you have a favorite one they've done yet? They, uh, I don't know. They did a, a blind run of uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which is one of my favorite games. So what did they just have people? They had they had a blindfold on it, and they yeah. just did it all by uh, cues and memory and. Just, oh really? Yeah. Holy shit! That is some knowledge, right? But there. then they were like they were in the uh, library part of the game, and they're trying to like do this because uh, you know they're not going to do it legitimately. It's a speed run, so they're going to yeah. cheat. So they're trying to do this thing where they uh, they uh, get unlimited money, basically, and uh, they kind of uh, it wasn't working for them. They were really confused, and they like turned it off the. So they turned off the system, turned it back on again, try try rebooting it. Yeah, and like so they then of course went blindly back to the library because they had because that's how they were doing it. Like the, the two more times before they realized that uh, they find all right. Br- uh, spoil for me, guys. What menu am I on? Because like, <laughs> he they kept opening up the menu like no, you're not on that menu at all. And apparently the, one of the uh, one of the buttons on the controller broke in the middle of the run. <laughs> That sounds awesome. So they had to complete the run with uh, missing a button. I would have never uh, thought of playing game blindfolded before. Oh, it was it was insane. Uh, it says they're about to be playing Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. Yeah, they've been doing a Sonic block. Oh, okay. I like Sonic a lot. Too bad. Do, can you watch these ones, past videos, or just the live? Uh, they they go up? up, I think, like a week afterwards oh, okay. on YouTube. So next week we should be able yeah. to see them. Cool. I just looked that up, so now I'm going to minimize that window so I can watch yeah. that later when I get home. And they have a whole schedule for the rest of the week. I'm kind of excited. So Cool. That is an awesome thing to do, actually. They raised, uh, so far, it was like $240,000. Holy shit. And actually, yesterday, they hit the, across all the times that they've run this, they hit $7 million total raised. Wow. Yeah. Who said nerds didn't have money? <laughs> 
But uh, yeah. Uh, so that's about all you've been doing is watching that all week. Yeah. Fourth of July happened. That was a thing. Uh, I got drunk some of the days. Went kayaking. Played some bocce ball. Met your brother. Yeah. Uh, made some mojitos at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> you guys just don't carry the mint though, so Casey has to go buy the mint himself. That's because we're Emma's. We don't want to do those fancy drinks until unless we have to. I have a couple weeks before I have to buy a shit ton of mint for myself because I'm just gonna have my uh, I have my week off. Oh geez. So we'll see you there all the time. No, no, no. <laughs> it's gonna be that Monday is just gonna be me at home. I'll make up a giant picture of mojitos. And that's my Monday. Stop at Emma's and pick up your Bacardi there. It's the cheapest, so Oh yeah. So yeah, you can get it one seven five, and you'll be set for the week. Um, I only need one day though. So oh, it's as, just as one long day. as I'm set for the one day. Oh god, that's a lot of. Mojitos. I have a giant picture. A picture of mojitos. Yeah, your picture of Bloody Mary's pictures of mojitos. Uh, that's great. Oh, I saw Independence Day four or two. Uh, yeah, I yeah. didn't see ID four. No, Independence Day two. Don't go see it. It's I really was bad. not planning on it. Oh it my looked. god, I fell asleep for fifteen minutes. Casey said that he liked it, and I was yeah. like, I was like, no, I'm not going to see that. It was like a just complete rehashed version of the first one, only like not nearly as cool or good. Did the aliens put antivirus software on their ships? No, they didn't do that. But uh, like the moment that opened up into uh, National Mall in uh, Washington D.C., right. I was like, "Okay, this is this is fucked up." Because they used all the alien technology to boost all our technology yeah. up, but it's the same time as right now. So it's just kind of like you. This, the thing with that '96 one is you felt a connection to the movie because everything yeah. was how it is when you're living in that time. This one, it's like, okay, I'm I don't care about these people because it's a different timeline. So were their phones slightly better? I don't know about the phones, but they had, like, fucking as big as this house jumbotrons, or, like, even two times as big as this house jumbotrons, like, uh, hanging on the National Mall. And, like, they had fancy flying ships and cars and everything. Like, yeah, I was I was not having it. And what, the aliens thought that they had a chance to win the second time? No, it uh, it's basically, uh, they got a distress call that finally reached them from 1996 out to the mothership or whatever. Yep. So the mothership is coming to Earth now to to kill us all because they killed uh, whoever else in the 96 or whatever. And the mother's fucking humongous. She's like this gigantic thing. Oh, it's an actual... Oh, is it like the ship or like a... There's, it's the mothership, but there's also the mother on board too. And I guess there's man millions of these mother things around. And yeah, it's like as... It's like as it's I, I don't know how big it is, but it took... It basically stretched from the Atlantic Ocean to one coast to the other coast when it landed on Earth. That sounds like a kind of cost some problems yeah and i guess they're farming uh our molten core that's the whole premise of it they, ca they came to farm our molten core and that's how they fuel their ships so they do that to planets around and i think I, like i heard that uh like the after credit thing or whatever or like the end of the movie oh, is all about the setting up for uh like a sequel where uh, they go attack the alien planet oh yeah that that they do say things like we're gonna bring it to them and that's how it kind of ends or whatever yeah. so i hope they don't though and like uh, they brought, uh, spoiler alert, they brought uh, Vivica Fox back in, the mother yeah. that was uh, Will Smith's. And like, it's like, okay, the, we have to bring all these people back for cameos, but we're just going to kill them off right away. But like, how do they kill off the scientist? Uh, I mean, bring back the scientist guy. Uh, what's his name? Oh, he's been in a coma since 1996. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, but he looks exactly the same. Yep. How does Brent <laughs> Spiner do that? <laughs> I, Brent Spiner and, uh, and, Gold, Jeff Goldblum did save the movie, basically. And the president, I just wanted to be like, why are you in this? You shouldn't be in this right <laughs> now. You, Yeah. But, uh... Did they, was there a giant speech that was really cool? 
I fell asleep during that speech because the speech happened when they were like going to go attack the mothership up in space yeah. before it got to us or something or something or another. I don't know. I fell asleep for 15 minutes. But yeah, his voice just put me right to sleep. It was like 930 at night on the 4th of July and I was already pretty drunk. Like, well, I was sobering up at that time. So I was just ready to crash and being in the sun all day. But weren't there like also aliens supposed to be on like Earth that like had survived? Yeah. Yeah. All the ones in a giant ship somewhere survived and they got them all and quarantined them somewhere like what was that movie district nine district yeah kind of like that only it's an area of 51 and on deep underground in a big bunker somewhere and they're all in cages yeah (laughs) (laughs) and there is the synopsis of independence day 2 sorry spoiler alert after it's all said and done yeah i'm not planning on seeing (laughs) that i'm I'm really hoping ghostbusters will be good they did a there's a song they released the uh song that they're gonna have for it a re basically a redone version of uh you gonna call yep i can't remember who did that one though, the new one though uh, i'll I'm tell you when we start the news oh cool <laughs> but uh, uh, so yeah anything else you've been uh, doing or listening to uh listening to i watched i bet i was i sometimes waste like two hours watching trailers of new movies coming out yeah. and then i look at my phone i'm like jesus christ i've been watching trailers for this song but uh there was a movie called american honey coming out and it's with shia labeouf and it's like supposed to be realistic and intense. I don't know what it is. It's some is love he a bee crime farmer? story. Oh no! no. Oh, yeah. if he doesn't farm bees, he he might at some point in there. I don't know. He, he's just a homeless guy wandering around and falls in love with his chick or something. But uh, the song is called "God's Whispers," and it's by um um um, um Rory. And uh, here here is a little uh, tidbit of it, if it loads. I am effing. Basically, it just had a lot of cool beats, and that song kind of made me really yeah. want to watch the movie, even though the movie's probably going to be pretty terrible. Probably. Did he wait? Did he write and direct it himself? No, he didn't. Or it's, uh, by or by that, I mean he stole it from somebody else. It's some uh, it's some famous director. I don't know who does like raw, kind of like raw America kind of feels All like right. the kind of poorer side of America, America kind of movies. All right. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it does look decent actually. But yeah, that was God's Whisper by Rory, and his EP is actually really good. It's Indigo Child. All right. What you got? Uh, for uh, in the last week, like they put a, or last couple two weeks, they put up uh, Adult Swim like on like, Cartoon Network. They put up a shit ton of their shows on Hulu, including like stuff that just finished like uh, recently, like uh, Rick and Morty season two, which I hadn't seen. So that, which uh, if you haven't seen that, it's a very dark and comedic uh, animated show, kind of like uh, basically imagine if uh, uh, Back, Back to the to Future, the future yeah. except they don't tra- travel through time. And if the doc was a raging alcoholic, <laughs> good call, good call. But uh, <laughs> I came like uh, in season two, like during one of the, uh, it's full of dark moments, and like during one point where like uh, actually uh, Rick tries to kill himself and he ends up uh, passing out before he kills himself. Uh, this d- the song that was playing during it though was really really good, and so I looked online and I, it's called uh, "Do You Feel It" from Chaos Chaos. This place, can you take me now? I want it real. Are you afraid of me now? 
the comments on here. Rick and Morty brought oh. me here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, compared to, like, the other songs, which really don't have as many comments, but, yeah, this is, uh, apparently they're formerly known as Smoosh. And they oh, changed their name okay. to Chaos Chaos. Yeah, Smoosh is a, a difficult one. Yeah. Chaos uh, Chaos. I went and listened to a bunch of their songs, and, yeah, it's pretty, I, I like that song. Is the Committed to Crime EP pretty good? Uh, I'm trying to remember which one that That's one is. That's the one with Do You Feel It oh. on there, is it? Yeah, there's quite a few it's on there. It's got Love, really Breaker, West Side, Monsters, I liked, and Breaker. I liked uh, West Side and Breaker, so. All right, I want to hear Breaker quick. Check that out. But uh, th- doing all this, like looking for stuff, ready, getting stuff ready for show, get, having ad block makes it so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> I get, I've given up. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stick, sit through that advertising, and like help support everybody. I just, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I can't do it. I, I was just thinking. Uh, I was listening to this has nothing to do with anything, but Adele was in town last night. Yeah. And I always wondered like what her show would be like, like how boring it would be or how awesome it would be. It'd be a vast difference. But uh. The, I think it's Jade that's on the current right now. She was talking about she went to it last night and said Adele had multiple stages like set up around the XL, and like in between songs she'd just go walk through the crowd and like ask people like so how's your day going or where are you from or give a funny anecdote and then go start singing another song on another stage somewhere else. She invite people up on stage and dance with her and like talk to her and hang out. Like I guess it's just a really open kind of that's cool kind of weird. I know I would never have guessed that ever. I knew she was like a very funny and kind of raunchy lady, but uh, yeah, th- uh, that made me appreciate her so much more. And I actually want to go see her live now because uh, Jade was like, she is the only artist I've ever seen that can make a place like the XL Center seem the most intimate show you've ever seen. So that's pretty cool. Congrats, Adele. Yeah, I, I want to go see her now. Yeah, I saw that she had a show the other day. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, last night. I don't know if she has multiple dates or what, but yeah, she said she just kind of wanders around the crowd, no security, and kind of just talks to people, takes selfies with people <laughs> in the crowd and stuff. Yeah, so good for her. Cool. Not being afraid of those people where everybody else has to stand behind a barricade and doesn't go yeah. anywhere. Um, But yeah, I suppose we can go into the music news. What do you think? Yeah, we could do that. Right, and uh, as Carlos said, the there's a new Ghostbusters song that came out for the movie, and uh, who are you gonna call? You're gonna call Fall Out Boy and Missy Elliott. That's who you're gonna call. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just released, I think, last week or so. Pete Wentz teased it on their Twitter, and uh, here is a little snippet of it if you're just dying to hear what it sounds like. Do 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 do.
Missy's here. Okay, I'm not going to go out of my way and listen to that song, really, but it does fit the feel of the new Ghostbusters, yeah. actually. Like, that brought it right to 2016. Like, uh, there, there is a lot of hate for that song, but at the same time, like, I can see, yeah, I can see why they Well, yeah, that. and then there's a picture of all the Ghostbusters right there in the yeah. new outfit in the green hue, and yeah. that song actually does fit exactly what they're showing right yeah, there. Like, so, yeah, I, I feel it does kind of fit if you're going to make a, a Ghostbusters movie set in the present day. But uh, I'm just glad that's way better than the song. If you ever got a chance to listen to the Ghostbusters song they put together, they, that they had, I think it was the same artist that did the uh, first Ghostbusters song. They had him do a song for Ghostbusters Two or whatever song they put together. Oh, for that. It was so yeah. bad, it was terrible. I can't remember what that one is right now. But yeah, that, yeah, I like I said, I'm not gonna go out of my way and yeah. listen to this new song, but it does fit the movie. Yeah, at least they like, at least they have like the shout out. It's like all a shout out to the original one yep. too. So true. But true. I just want to hear the original one though. That's the best one. What you want to hear the original one quick? Oh well, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like that's the one I, what I want to hear in that movie is the original one. I don't know if it fit the feel of the movie really. Yeah, uh, maybe if they just play it during the credits, that'd be fine with me. Because oh, I, I thought it came out July 22nd. It says it comes out uh, July 15th now. Maybe. I have no idea. I think there's like two different movies that come out this month that I want to see. There's a bunch of movies that come out come out this month that I want to see. Yeah. And it's just it's just a classic. It is a classic. Uh, it's kind of sad to not see that. So, <laughs> oh well, yeah. I think this one will fit. Um, next story. What do we got? Uh, dozens of big name art, big name artists, and music industry executives have joined Billboard to sign an open letter to Congress urging them to stop gun violence. Now, the letter states that music uh, has been uh, celebrated communally on dance floors and concert halls. It is now threatened due to gun violence. They asked Congress to address matters uh, like uh, requiring background checks for every gun sale and block suspected terrorists from buying guns. That's didn't ridiculous. Just, didn't Billboard just do another big whole thing on uh, the YouTube, the last show we were doing, and got like Paul McCartney and all of them to sign that one too? I think so. I think that was our last show. So Billboard's just on top of everything right now. Yeah, but... How ridiculous! Requiring background checks. Requiring stuff background checks. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So that's a touchy subject there, but I guess Billboard and music industry wants to uh, get their two cents in there too. Yeah. Uh, BitTorrent has entered the streaming fray now with uh, BitTorrent Now, uh, relaunch of its BitTorrent bundle platform. The new BitTorrent uh, Now app uh, provides free ad-supported streaming of music and videos. Uh, BitTorrent Now streaming is available today on Android or on the web, and an Apple version is coming soon. The company says it's the first big refresh of its three-year-old bundle platform since it allowed artists to uh, put uh, pay gates up, so like Radiohead did, for or Tom York did for his solo album, where he can be like, donate whatever amount you want, and you can download the album. So that's like their big thing that they did there. And then now they say that with this new BitTorrent Now, 
seventy uh, percent of the streaming revenue goes to administrative goes to the artists, and the other thirty percent goes to administrative costs. Well, so. can't you like just do the same thing with like at Bandcamp and SoundCloud? Oh yeah, probably. But uh, then again, I don't know what uh how much of that ad revenue goes to the artists. Well, exactly. when you come to if it's called BitTorrent, I'm gonna assume like not a whole lot goes. It says seventy percent is going to the artists. Oh yeah, yeah, because they don't need to make any money really. <laughs> they they already do everything illegal, right? Uh, but yeah. So, I didn't know it was illegal to use profanity on stage in the Caribbean. Did you? I did not. Yeah, I guess uh, Fifty Cent was arrested for using profanity during his performance on the Caribbean island Saint Kitts. Uh, he was reportedly warned before the performance to play clean versions of his set. And uh, during the song PIMP, he repeatedly said the word "I'm a motherfucking PIMP." And he was arrested after the performance and will have to appear in court on Monday, which would be this past week, uh, to pay the fine for his for his offense. That's ridiculous. Yep, DMX was also charged that when he performed there too. Well, you bring them there to perform. <laughs> Maybe just don't bring them there to perform if you don't <laughs> want right? to use it. <laughs> I had no clue it was illegal to uh, use swear words on stage in the Caribbean. I no, thought the Caribbean was like a free for all. Do you get there. charged per word, or is it, is right? it just, I don't is know. It just a, if it's like it doesn't not matter the quantity? Just I, like I don't. I think it. I don't know. Because uh, if it's just if it's not per word, you might as well just go all out mm-hmm. and just yeah, just say fuck, motherfucker, motherfucker, noise, noise, noise. Well, yeah. You know, right? But uh, yeah, I don't know what it all details, but I thought that was kind of funny because I thought it was just a free for all, love and peace, good time down in the Caribbean. But I guess not. Yep. So, uh, Apple applied for a patent in 2009 on a sophisticated, sophisticated new camera technology using infrared signals. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah. Uh, when the U.S. Patent Trademark Office published the application in 2011. Uh, reports focused on how the technology could, among other things, block people from taking photos and filming concerts. Uh, yesterday, Apple won their uh, approval for the patent. The uh, What they want to actually do with this is, like, so camera also takes the uh, infrared data into it. Yeah. And they could use it for, like, at museums and stuff. When you're looking at something, you can put your camera up to it, then it'll say a little blurb about the whole thing. And that's what it's kind of intended for. But then also inside the little pamphlet and stuff, it shows like, okay, we put a box here on top of the stage at a concert or something and blasts out an infrared thing so nobody can use their cameras or anything at concerts and everything too. Just their cameras or everybody's cameras? Just It would be just iPhone cameras at the moment. So yeah. basically, it's, it'd be a good reason not to have an iPhone. I know, right? Right? Because I just took a bunch of pictures at the concert last night. But, uh, yeah, I guess it would have, like, an illustration across it saying recording disabled or something when you're trying to take a picture there. And I mean, what if you're just trying to take a picture with you and your friends at a concert but not? You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> stupid. Uh, the record industry could easily use this technology to disable all uh, camera during the music concert by blasting an infrared signal from the stage, turning and disabling iPhones from recording. Uh, that would help it from they wouldn't be able to share online and violate copyright laws, blah, blah, blah. So maybe they should just more focus more on making it so people can't talk on their phone in movie theaters. Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, blast infrared signal out in the movie. Well, that's just Yeah. Of course, I don't get signal in my movie theater anyways. Yeah, I know Hudson like some of the some of the uh actual theaters in there I get it, but most of them no, I don't. Well, I, I I don't know. Like I I know Casey will get like reception, but my phone my T-Mobile Yeah, we both have T-Mobile. Uh, yeah. Won't get anything. I th- the ones on the ends of the place I usually get it, but the ones in the middle yeah. of there I don't get it. Yeah, 
But uh, so that'll be interesting to see where this new technology goes to. Um, yeah, I might have to change my iPhone if uh, <laughs> if that becomes a thing, or have an actual separate phone or not phone, but a uh, camera for. I do have an actual camera, so yeah, that'll just bring cameras back, right? Yeah, true. Canon will make more money, and Nikon will make more money. Um. Oh, another single has come out for a new movie, which is another movie coming out this month. It'd be Star Trek, and uh, oh, yeah, that's it. Rihanna has made the uh, the uh, what do you call it? The premiere for the yeah. for what theme song? Yeah. What do you call it? The theme song, uh, and it features her singing the track on an alien planet with some tattoos on her face and a weird like whale tail on top of her head, um, or a whale spout. What'd you call it? Uh, the iconic star. Oh, the uh, the Enterprise also makes appearance in the music video. And there's another video of Rihanna like talking about how much she loves Star Trek, but it seems kind of scripted. She's like, "Yeah, me and my dad used to watch it all the time when I was little, and it's such an honor." And she wanted it to be dark yet happy and something else, just like the show. And she cares for characters and everything. So I don't know, but uh, here is a snippet of that. Star Trek. But yeah, I think it. Well, I don't know. I think it'll fit all right, just fine. In the or interview with her, or whatever they show, like clips of the new movie to the song playing to it and stuff. I'm like, oh, that does actually look all right. I think it'll like fit with the theme of the the current films. Mm-hmm. So. And then yeah, well, see, Rihanna can do so many different things because and she and does then like, it, like it like ends with like her giant fa- ghost like god face and like these cosmic clouds and the stars oh, yeah, yeah. flying yep. at it. Work, 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 work. Oh, that's like some classic Star Trek shit right there. It's true. It's true. So that's fitting in with the theme. True, true. I uh, suppose we could go Speaking of like that. space stuff, though, uh, did you know that Lost in Space is being picked, has been picked up by like Netflix? Oh, really? Yeah. So oh. they're gonna do a new uh, like uh, some series with it. I think they'll have all the same characters, but not actors, but same characters. I don't know. Maybe it'll be a sequel to the movie. Yeah, I know, right? That could be. Wasn't <laughs> Gary Oldman in that movie? He. I don't I'm know if he was the sure. father, if he was the. No, he would not have been. He would have been. Uh, he would have been the mad Doctor Smith. Doctor Smith, yeah. yeah, yeah. If he wasn't it, he'd have been playing the bad guy. But yeah, I don't know about that. Wasn't that like '97 or something? And if you if you want some more, if you prefer your science fiction more Spielberg, 1998. Spielberg, uh, yep, it is Gary Oldman. If you prefer your sci-fi more Spielberg, though, they have uh, Stranger Things in like a couple weeks. Oh yeah, wait. I, the uh, basically the basically all eighty Spielberg movies turned into a miniseries on Netflix. And what? I saw the trailer for it, and like I don't care for ET or anything, but this what? looked fucking fantastic. Except I never heard of this. Except instead of like Alien, probably it's probably gonna be like a psychic kid that escaped from a research base. Wait, you're talking about? Oh, it's something is coming to trailers. Stranger Things gives you all of Spielberg. What? I know. What? I'm, and it's just a couple weeks, and I'm excited for that. Oh, this is the first I've ever heard. Oh my god! And the it's uh it's all oh yeah i'm gonna binge watch the shit out of that is that uh winona ryder there in that thing i'm not entirely sure yeah winona ryder 
The mother of Sun Will, Mysterious Vanished. Huh. Interesting. And it's set during the 80s. That's even cooler. In one of our shows around here, we play uh, D&D. They actually, like, the open up the trailer for the show with them it. playing D&D in the Oh, jeez. I have that window open so I can go check that out <laughs> after the show. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the Lost in Space, it was William Hurt as John Robinson. Uh, Heather Graham was in there. She doesn't really do anything nowadays either. Matt well, LeBlanc. No, William Hurt was in uh, Civil War, the Captain, the Captain America Civil War, I believe. Oh, I'm talking about uh, Heather Graham. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was in one of those... Which one? I have no which idea. Austin I Powers was she in? She was one of the girls in Austin Powers. Um, uh, oh, Matt LeBlanc was in it too. He's doing a uh, Top Gear. Yeah, now. he is, and I haven't watched. Apparently, he's the, uh, apparently they have another host on there. Uh, Matt LeBlanc, uh, LeBlanc is the only good host right now. Apparently. Really? Yeah. <laughs> apparently, the other guy is just so unlikable. Really. And then yeah, Gary Oldman is in that. Yeah. Well, but he's uh, really good at playing bad guys. He's really good at playing anything. That's true. He is Gary Oldman. Uh, but yeah, I suppose we're on the science theme now, so yeah. let's let's get on our weekly theme. weekly theme came up because Independence Day was coming out this past week, so uh, we are doing a spacey theme. Aliens, science fiction, outer space, UFOs. It's That's what I was trying to think of. I was trying to do Rob Zombie, Everyone's Fucking in a UFO. It's off of his new album. Forgot all about it. I never heard of that one. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, actually it's a good month because we also have Star Trek coming out. So I know. I'm, I'm really excited for that. That one looks like a traditional Star Trek, only not J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Because this one is now the guy who did the Fast and the Furious. It looks like one of these Star Trek shows where they decide, where you know, we we're not going to film on the ship. We're just going to film on a brown planet. Yeah, I know, right? It, and it feels like one of an actual old Star Trek movie too, like one of the first ones, the original ones. Like too. I'm sure, like I know it's not not what I what I don't want like an hour and a half of fucking on a planet. Yeah, but, but it I could do. Be. But you know, as long as there's a bunch of spaceship stuff on there too. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, the spaceship scenes look awesome with those tiny little things all coming in and taking it. I'm like, oh jeez, oh jeez. I'm, I'm kind of excited and like I'm sort of kind of like binging on a uh, a podcast that's about like the classic the, about the uh, next generation mm-hmm. where they just watch episode by episode. It's like I kind of just want to sit down and watch Star and Trek. And then they on review Netflix. each one or something. Yeah, they t- they talk about it and make dick jokes <laughs> and stuff like that. So. No, yeah, I still put it on every night when I when I'm going to sleep. Uh, oh, yeah, and I I just finished Orange is New Black, and it's always fun watching Kate Mulligrew and Kate Mulligrew because she's red in Orange is New Black with a thick Russian accent, and then she's Captain Janeway. Oh, yeah. Yep. Orange is New Black, final season. Well, not the final season, but this last season was really good. But, Carlos, uh, you can start our theme out right. for our space theme. Uh, My first one, well, just sci-fi, but, yeah, my first one is The New Black Gold from Miracle of Sound. So cold, fossil fuels to slavery, political duplicity, every great commodity. Electric soul for the hidden man within. 
What game is that for? That's for a Deus Ex Human Revolution. The sequel for that game is actually coming out this year. Oh, okay. And like that, the basically the just a little background for it is the main character uh, was in uh, somebody attacked the lab he was working at, killed his wife, and he's basically now more machine than man, mm-hmm. and he just is trying to do good, I guess. But yeah, it's pretty intense the game actually, and the song is really I really like that song by from uh, Miracle of Sound, and I talked about them uh, I think last episode. Yeah, so. that was in our uh, beginning of the show talk, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my first one is by Mr. David Bowie, and it's called "Loving the Alien." My next one is, you know, I actually I looked at my list and like four out of five of them revolve around robots. Well, the first one was kind of like cyborgs or whatever, but this one is uh, The Future Soon from Jonathan Colton. Living in my solar dome on a platform in space, it's gotta be the future soon. I won't always be this way. When the things that make me weak and strange get engineered away, it's gotta be the future soon. race in Dungeons and Dragons all the time. <laughs> that's no that's completely <laughs> different. That's got it's just cuz it's cool. <laughs> yeah, this is just ba- the whole song's basically a kid looking at like basically uh looking at like how the future will be so much better and then it just basically revolves around the fact that he actually as fu- even his future thoughts about the it basically revolves around his robots making war on earth and then <laughs> he coming back mo- more machine than man and the girl that he liked all along like think, "Oh, it's not your fault." Or is it? That's quite the story, right there. Yeah, it's, it's actually her. His uh, Jonathan Colton songs are always fun. And was that the right the right one I was trying to yeah, find? I couldn't. I couldn't find. Well, that, a better I think that's quality the acoustic one. acoustic one. Like yeah. I think that was the one I could find too. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, my next one is by Mr. Thomas Dolby, and the song is called "She Blinded Me with Science." That's a good one.
there's so many different sound effects in that song. It's just really <laughs> a, an eclectic song. Like it it's really all is. over the place. And Thomas Dolby is just an eclectic man. It should not be that catchy, but it's so catchy. It is very catchy. And I mean, there really isn't that much of a tune to it either. Yeah. Like When I think of Blinded Me with Science, I just think of like a very catchy song in my head that I hear to get in. like trying to find the chorus in there. I'm like, there's no fucking chorus. It's all over the place. <laughs> it <yeah."> is. <laughs> all right, what you got? Uh, my next one is Mr. Roboto from Styx. God, music videos were so much cooler at that time. Uh, actually, like one of the reasons that like is it looks like that is because they actually were. It was uh, their album uh, Kilroy was here, was actually a rock opera that they actually performed and yeah. had, had like speaking lines and everything. And but it also they kind of broke up because of the Kilroy tour. Uh, they, they came back together, but they never fully came together for any period of time. And didn't wasn't that song made because he was obsessed with the uh, the fan of the opera or something, and that's what got I'm him not, into rock operas? I'm not entirely sure uh, about that part, but yeah, it's. Uh, although, I, as I thought about, like if I was going with a stick song, I could have also just gone with uh, "Come Sail Away." Yeah, could have. There's uh there's some aliens in that. We had ships last time, so. Yeah, well, that was also I could have put that on. The <laughs> I, th- I think I may have even brought up like I should, I just could have put "Come Sail Away" and like here's another one that could have just been "Come Sail Away." All right. Uh, this one was supposed to be subterranean homesick alien, but all I could find was live versions of it. So I went for another David Bowie, which made me think, why don't I just do all my songs, David Bowie? <laughs> because he's got more than five songs that are about space and aliens <laughs> and cool stuff. But, uh, here is a uh, star man, which you may recognize from, uh, the Martian soundtrack, which is one of the best scenes in the whole movie when he's trying to tear apart the stuff and go home. But, uh, yeah. There's a star. David Bowie, Starman. I love that, that song. That song is half ruined for me now, though. Why? Well, because, I, I like, you know how I, I binged on uh, season two of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, one of the episodes in there, they uh, uh, they rescue a uh, a gas, sentient glass, uh, gas cloud 
that talks like uh, David Bowie. <laughs> and it takes a song, but like that. Is that in season two? Yeah. Oh, my God. I got to watch that. I think it's, know that uh, and it's uh, named Fart. <laughs> it, it thinks it sounds like a good name. Oh, God. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. But yeah, that, that is a good song. But. Uh, my next one is another rock, uh, rock opera. And I've talked about the first album uh, that they did, uh, but this is act two for them. This is uh, Light Up the Night from the Proto Men. I like how the '80s sound revival is oh, yeah. coming right back. <laughs> well, but this that was like from like five years ago. I want to yeah. say, and but yeah, it was a it's a great song. It sounds a lot different than Act One, and uh, this is a act. This is a, from uh, their rock opera Act Two, uh, Father of Death, which uh, the whole thing is just inspired very loosely on Mega Man, of all things. They made a rock opera about Mega Man, and but the thing is, story wise, like it's all about how Joe is off to shut down the tower, powering the robots, and it's. And it says, however, it's set. It's a prequel to Act One, so he fails, dies, and the city gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, a very positive uh, uh, album. I uh, also was along the same lines for my next one here, <laughs> but I'd never seen the movie. I don't really know what it's about. But uh, it's Mr. David Hasselhoff and True Survivor from Kung Fury. <laughs> <laughs> can't get over that music video it's so fucking it is. good uh, i actually saw the movie it's yeah. like it's like tw- it's not very long it's like 25 minutes long oh is i thought yeah. it was a full length oh. oh it's it's good but it's really fucking weird <laughs> well yeah there's like people riding cars and then dr- there's t-rexes in it too aren't there yeah, he's, yeah he does all sorts of karate kicks and stuff <laughs> that just sends people flying i think uh hitler's in it i think he has a robot did you know do you know if this song went to number one in uh in germany is that where he's from? I can only hope. Is that where he's from? No, that's just where he was popular. I don't think it's where he's from. Is at it Germany that's popular? Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, he. Uh, he's. Prop- he was uh, popular in Germany. True Survivor <laughs> album chart, huh? Chart position. I really would hope that would be at number one in uh, Germany, because that'd just be hilarious. Gives the story behind the bonkers. Here we go. You found it? Maybe. Let's see here. Maybe it was never even entered on the charts because it was for a weird... Ki- I think it was kickstarted the film. 
first week entry number 94 in Canada. <laughs> Is that because it's a Canadian movie, probably? Maybe it was filmed there, possibly. I don't, I'm not entirely sure. The Hoff. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. What, what you got? Uh, my last one is another Kirby Crackle song. Uh, this is called We Had a Good Run. Walk your dog, kiss your wife. The invasion stops tonight. We had a good run, but now it's done. Seems all the stupid people won. And all those who could I do like Kirby Crackle now that you've shown him to me. Yeah, like it's just like uh, it's basically just your classic uh, alien invasion. But yeah, am I supposed to have one more song? It's five. I, w- I was trying to do in my head how many songs I just did. Let's see, I have five. I can't remember how many I, I did. Just did. F- yeah, I did five. Exactly. Yeah, I know you did five, but I was just remembering. Am I supposed to have one more? I think I'm supposed to have one more. I think so. Yeah, because generally you have <laughs> you go last. Shit. <laughs> well, then we're doing subterranean homesick alien. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh, this is Radiohead subterranean homesick alien. Let's see how she sounds. <laughs> That sounds like crap on here. Yeah. Uh, what album is that one from? Uh, okay, computer. No, not yeah. Okay, computer. Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've most likely heard that in I Paranoid Androids on there too. Yeah, I probably have. I have an album like of their like greatest hits, but I can't actually listen to it anymore because none of my computers have CD drives. Oh, it's the white one with the two yeah. little cartoon creatures. Yeah, that song's definitely on that greatest hits for sure. I was just seeing there the Anamanaguchi's in here with that Miku featuring Hatsune Miku. Oh yeah. Have you heard of that? Yeah. She's yeah. the fake she's yeah. the computerized uh what do you call it computerized yeah. performer i actually heard a D podcast where they use that to do because they wanted to have a in in the middle of the session have a, have a song voice and he the guy wasn't going to do a female voice while he's singing so he just used that to do it so you just type into her then and she i'm not entirely sure i i think it kind of does something like that because that's so weird because it's not yeah here's an example anamanaguchi they hooked up with Hatsune is a virtual pop star. She has entered our world just as we are all entering hers. It's definitely a sci-fi theme right there. You can't call me Miku.
catchiest fucking song well, right there ever. There's right only now. one Vocaloid song that I've ever heard like that. Well, that I can never remember. It's uh, I think it's called Triple Baca. Triple Baca yeah. is that Chewbacca? No, Baca, as in like idiot. So <laughs> Triple oh. Baca. And then also there's a uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, uh, Daft Punk or whatever. They use computerized sounds and stuff. Well, I don't know if it's actually, but. Triple Baka. Oh, is that also Hatsune Miku? I, I don't know if... Uh, yeah, Hatsune yeah. Miku. And a bunch Triple of... Baka. They, they have a shit ton of uh, different uh, voices in there, too. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. I have no idea what I'm saying because I don't have the, uh, the YouTube video. That looks like uh, that's an older one. That's for oh sure. yeah. Well, I, it just sucks in my head just because one of the the computer noises are like in the video being made by one of the the uh, the people. So is that kind of? I wonder if that's kind of how she started out right there. Because right, this is like a old old timey Japanese kind of like uh, like Pokemon type video. It's been. Uh, I know the software has been around for a while. Oh there's okay. A shit ton of different voices. I But yeah, she they actually very put, natural sounding actually. They actually put concerts together with this computerized figure on stage yeah. or whatever, and, and pe- it sells and out. Yeah, yeah, like what the fuck? That's crazy. I think didn't they have like the first uh, American uh, song or uh, tour or whatever uh, recently? I think I probably, and I assume it has something to do Anamanaguchi because that one was all uh, half in English and then half in Japanese or whatever. But uh, yeah, so yeah. it's kind of crazy though that we're, we're living in a time and day where you can have. Uh, hologram up actually perform on stage. Yeah, that is fucking weird. And that people go and pay to see a hologram on stage. Well, think about it. Wouldn't you to watch actually? You have it's an option true. to actually see a hologram. It's kind of like okay, these people went to go see a moving picture back in the day, and it was a thing of a train, yeah. and we all got scared of a train coming at us because we thought it was actually coming. Well, as long as the hologram doesn't start plotting our destruction. It's true. The holograms could plot our destruction. They can now do voices. <laughs> they can, they do can get vo- past any voice commands protecting us from nukes. Those newer songs though are using like that uh the software like what what is it called? I forget what it's called. The voice like Kanye using it. Oh, the songs. voice modulators. Whatever. Yeah, or whatever yeah. to make it sound more natural or whatever. Which yeah. is actually a good way of that's actually kind of clever using that to make it sound even more natural. Yeah, even though that's what we call natural nowadays. Now I can't even remember what that that's called anymore. Auto tune. Oh, they use auto tune on it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's close the show out. Did you think of a theme for us? Uh, I was thinking, like, I don't know if you saw it, uh, but they had a uh, the hot dog eating competition on Fourth of July. Oh God! It was disgusting. Yeah. Well, the guy who uh, the guy who won ate seventy hot dogs. Holy shit! Does the bun on him too or no? Oh yeah, the whole thing. Oh my God! And it God. was kind of disgusting. Him just double fisting them, dipping in the water, shoving them in his mouth. And oh, gross. but I was thinking maybe our next topic should be food. Food. Okay, I can deal with that. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is going to be food. Any kind of food or just all foods? Just if, if the song has has any food in there or whatever. Okay, I like that. However you fit it in there. Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can even follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Our flagship show, Department of Fence, is still live every Sunday evening. Come join in the fun at BlindNinjaStudios.com slash live. Uh, this show and all of our other ones are available to stream on our website at blindindustries.com or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss a show. 
Uh, if you just can't get enough of Soundwave or Blind Ninja Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of BlindNinjaStudios.com, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Uh, also, if you're doing shopping on Amazon, don't forget to stop by our homepage first and click on the Amazon link at the bottom. When you do all your shopping on Amazon and check out, Amazon just kicks a little bit of money towards us. It doesn't even cost you anything else. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at BlindNinjaStudios.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks. Thank you.